Ten years ago, the Libro Traficante movement started when Arizona passed House Bill 2-281 banning Mexican-American studies and 50 Chicano-Latino books. Folks from around the country banded together, traveling from Texas and gathering contraband books to be smuggled into Arizona for use in underground libraries. He calls himself El Libro Traficante. His name is Tony Diaz. Libro Traficante. Me! and my fellow Libro Traficantes will be smuggling contraband books back into Arizona this spring break, March 2012. On Monday, a Libro Traficante is set to launch a small caravan to bring carloads of ethnic studies books into Arizona that were banned by public school officials in Tucson after the city suspended its acclaimed Mexican-American studies program due to a state ban on the teaching of ethnic studies. The banned books include Rethinking Columbus, The Next 500 Years, edited by Bob Bigelow and Bob Peterson, Pedagogy of the Oppressed by Paulo Freire, Occupied America, A History of Chicanos by Rodolfo Acuña, and Chicano, The History of the Mexican Civil Rights Movement by F. Arturo Rosales. Tony Diaz is an author, professor, founder of the nonprofit Nuestra Palabra, uh, Latino writers having their say. Welcome to Democracy Now! So explain to us, Tony, the smuggler, what your plans are. Sure. Basically, when Arizona tried to erase our history, we decided to make more. So we've unleashed this informal network that's galvanized into a national movement. Right now, there are Libra Traficantes across the country. Even right now, here's the irony of it. Tucson is a really cutting-edge cultural place. They've got a great book festival. So right now, today, they are convening to celebrate writers like Luis Arberturia. But these are also some of the authors whose books have been confiscated from the classrooms. So Tucson is also at the middle of this controversy because Arizona has spent a lot of time making our people illegal, and now they want to make our thoughts and history illegal, and that's too much. So with the caravan, you can get the full schedule at librotraficante.com, and we are basically bringing all the books back that were confiscated and taking out of classrooms during class time. The other cultural offense here was that administrators were forced to walk into classrooms while school was in session and in front of our young box-up books by our most beloved authors, and that's too much. So right now what we're doing is we are going to be reaching out to six cities, but beyond that, we are creating underground libraries. We're creating First Amendment reviews for all the school boards of the ground we touch in. And then also we're going to have huge festivals and a little theater as well. We've got a fleet of taco trucks waiting for us in San Antonio to deliver flyers and books to the community to let them know where the underground libraries are, where the festivals are. Basically, Arizona created what it fears most. They've woken the sleeping giant. And in fact, we're not the sleeping giant. Latinos are the working giant. And we're pointing for work on this particular issue. And we need everybody to give us support. And they can just jump in and join at libertaficante.com. Across the nation, people are forming groups to read the protested books, to read the books that have been confiscated. They've actually brought so much attention to our community that I think right now, we really are on the verge of a Latino renaissance. It's beautiful. All er around art. Tony, art er can save us. earlier this year, I asked Arizona Superintendent of Public Instruction, John Hoopenthal, what he finds objectionable about the contraband books that you intend to smuggle into Arizona. He denied he banned the books and said he's read them himself. There's no, nothing about my order that requires that those books be banned at all. I, you know, um, I've read those books myself to familiarize myself with the issues at hand. But what we have concerns about are how those books are being used. You could use Mein Kampf in the classroom 
But you'd have to be really careful, because you, if you found a teacher who wasn't using it to explore the issues in Mein Kampf critically, but you were, they were using it as a Bible, boy, that would be intolerable. And that's where the teachers have crossed over the line. They've gone from using these books critically to get to the students thinking about them from many vantage points to using these books essentially as a Bible. El Libro Traficante, uh, book smuggler, your response? <laughs> Evidently, he wanted to replace Mexican-American studies with a real live class on doublespeak, because that's all doublespeak. Huppenthal knows that Americans would not tolerate a direct ban on literature. So he has actually taken oppression and updated it. At the end of the day, yes, there's actually a law, America, in Arizona, to prohibit courses in high schools. Let that sink in. On top of it, one of the salacious aspects of the law, which really offends me, is that this law was looking for courses that promote the overthrow of the government. The implicit claim, then, is that Latinos want to overthrow the government. And I'm sorry, one of the books that was confiscated is House on Mango Street. The protagonist is a young Latina, Esperanza. And I'm sorry, I've read that book five times, Mr. Huppenthal. Perhaps you, as a D student, who cannot analyze literature properly, somehow found something about overthrowing the government. All I found out is issues about the American dream, beautiful writing. And that's what happens when our young are introduced to the literature. Writers like Sandra Cisneros, who are the first of their family to go to college, wind up becoming genius MacArthur Grant winners. I know they are not scared that we would overthrow the government through violence. They're scared that we will overhaul the government through voting them out of office. And that's exactly what's about to happen. Because what's, what's wrong is they're sabotaging the American dream for our young and for everybody. Sandra Cisneros is on the ACT test. So if you take that out of the classroom, you are actually making it harder for your students to pass these tests. And Tony at the end Diaz. of the day, that's what this is about. We have to leave it there. Tony Diaz, a Libro Traficante, the book smuggler, also producer on Pacifica Station, KPFT in Houston. Thanks so much for being with us. In 2017, Arizona's law banning classes, designed primarily for students of a particular ethnic group, was determined to have been enacted and enforced with racist intent, making it unconstitutional. Ten years later, ethnic studies are under attack and book bans are once again the rage. The battle is throughout the United States, but now in our own backyard, in Texas. Matt Krauss, thank you so much for joining us. You made headlines when you sent a letter uh, as being a state representative to the school districts across the state and the Texas Education Agency, asking them if they had uh, any of the books on your list, which I think was 850 books. Um, why did you do that? And um, the, I think you asked for responses to be due by November 12th. Have you gotten any back? Well, and that's been one of the interesting things about this. These inquiries are usually private and confidential. So uh, we never expected this to even be out in the public domain. We thought we'd send the letters out. We'd get the responses back and decide whether anything needs to be done from there. And as uh, the General Investigating Committee, it's set up a little different than most of the other committees, and we cannot comment on pending or potential investigations. And so I can't go into the specifics, I can't go into the details, but what I can say now that that letter has been uh, put out in the public domain is we're seeing incidences all across the state where there's inappropriate material uh, for one reason or another. The stock of where, uh, what books are where, I think is very helpful. We've had school districts and school officials thank us uh, for giving them the opportunity to figure out uh, what they have in their school district. And again, I, that list wasn't exhaustive. It wasn't exclusive. Um, and just because a book's on that list doesn't mean it's problematic. And just 
it doesn't mean that uh, if you have one of those books that there's automatically a problem. What it means is that the content in that book corresponds to two of the bills that we referenced in that letter. And so uh, we need to go and see, okay, is that message too broad? Is that legislation too broad? Do we need to narrow it, tailor it, so we don't bring in it the uh, content of some of these books that are very appropriate? So that's all part of an inquiry just to get that information back. By conflating Mexican-American studies, banned books, and CRT, legislators have successfully started a plan to remove our right to determine our education. I think you've seen Governor Abbott in just the last few days really follow up on that letter uh, asked for a criminal investigation into some of these books that are on the shelves. He's asked uh, TEA and uh, others to promulgate standards that ensure we don't have some of these very, very inappropriate books in our schools. And so I was pleased that the governor's done that and kind of taken over from where our letter uh, kind of generated the conversation. And so we'll see what comes from there. And it is why I signed not one, but two laws in the state of Texas banning the teaching or use of critical race theory in every subject, in every grade, in every public school across the entire state. But listen, more must be done to preserve the rights of parents and give our children the future they deserve. That is why I have already announced a parental bill of rights. Through this bill of rights, we will enshrine in the Texas Constitution that parents are the primary decision makers in all matters involving their children. We will expand parents' access to course curriculum and ensure that if a parent has a concern about school curriculum, those concerns will be addressed quickly and respectfully. We will also ensure that parents decide if the child should repeat a course or repeat a grade. We will prohibit the selling or sharing of students' personal data. And we will also protect our students from obscene content. <laughs> Educators who provide pornographic material will lose their educational credentials, forfeit their retirement benefits, and be placed on the do not hire list. We in the legislature represent the people of Texas. We are those who distribute taxpayer dollars. We are the ones who pay their salaries. The parents are the ones who pay tuition. And of course we're going to have a say in what the curriculum is. Of course we're going to have a say on behalf of the parents. If there are issues that the parents are unhappy with, that the taxpayers are unhappy with, or the legislators are unhappy with, or the Board of Regents. So the idea to say, butt out of our business, it's none of your business, is wrong. Hiding behind this academic freedom argument just doesn't work. 
we believe in academic freedom, but everyone has guidelines in life. Everyone has barriers. Everyone has boundaries. Everyone's held accountable to someone. All of you are held accountable to someone, by someone, for what you write, what you do, what you say. If you go back, back at your TV station, we're all, we're all, all of our jobs, we're all held accountable. But they are saying we don't want to be held accountable, and we will teach anything we want to any student any time we want, including critical race theory. Now, if they really wanted academic freedom, they should have taken note, these are all smart people, of what the legislature did this past session when we banned critical race theory from K through 12 schools. Uh, on the Senate bill that we passed on critical race theory and the House bill that we passed, we didn't say you don't talk about race. We didn't say that you can't teach about slavery. We didn't say that you ignore our history. What we said is you're not going to teach a theory that says we're going to judge you when you walk in the classroom by the color of your skin. That if you're white, you were born a racist, that that's normal, not an aberration, and you're an oppressor. And if you are a person of color, you're a victim. You're a victim. You talk about tearing away a student, whether they're white or of color, their self-esteem, their dignity, their spirit, when they walk into a classroom, whether it's in K through 12 or in college. Our professors are paid to help teach young men and women how to think critically, not what to think. These professors, this small group, are paid to educate, not indoctrinate. So I want to address an issue of what we're going to do, what I plan to do. And I've talked to Brandon Creighton, our great chair of higher ed. I have his support on this issue. In fact, you may not remember, but we actually had a hearing on these two issues during session last session. Kind of a foundation to begin talking about the key word, tenure. Tenure. It's time that that comes to an end in Texas. Professors, teachers, and librarians are now under attack. Many are choosing to retire, leave the education field, or, if they take a stand, have been fired for keeping banned books in libraries. Well, last year, the governor called for a criminal investigation into what he called pornographic books in public schools. Since then, the conversations flooded over into public libraries. Nabil Ramana talked with a former Llano County librarian about why she chose to take a stand. This is the final warning and termination. On March 9th, Suzette Baker was terminated from her position. For creating a disturbance, insubordination, violation of policies, and failure to follow instructions. As head librarian at the Kingsland Branch Library in Llano County, she says when she didn't remove certain books from her shelves, the county removed her. The books in my library in Kingsland were not taken off the shelves. We did not move them. Um, I told my boss that was censorship. According to Baker, a group of people had reached out to the library system about books which were deemed inappropriate or pornographic, and they wanted them removed. She claims one of the books about life as a transgender teen. It is her biography of growing up as a transgendered teenager, and obviously this group thought that was too much for their children to read, which nobody's forcing their children to read anything. It's just available in the library. 
always thought she was extremely professional, uh, very knowledgeable, uh, has a strong character and um, did her job well to the best of my knowledge. Leela Green Little, a patron of the Llano County Libraries. She says there has been no transparency within the library system. I have now counted 12 books that I know have been removed from Llano County Library, uh, and I can't get clarification uh, from the county or from the library system on why. According to the Texas Tribune, the library staff conducted a thorough review of every children's book in the library to assess their content. Again, there are very clear rules uh, that should be followed with regards to uh, censorship of books in the public library. Those rules were not followed. It may not be my book, it may not be your book, but it could be somebody else's book and we have no right to take that choice away from them. People are now uniting to mount a campaign against these actions. The Libro Traficante movement, created 10 years ago, has been reignited with even more people, more events, and more banned books. People are now uniting to mount a campaign against these actions. The Libro Traficante movement, created 10 years ago, has been reignited with even more people, more events, and more banned books. Protesters from San Antonio and across the state meeting in Austin and marched to the Capitol today to bring attention to the issue of banned books. News for San Antonio's Jim Lefko was there when a local caravan left today. He shows us why this cause is so important to local participants. Inside this bus are some of the banned books that protesters are going to Austin today to rally about as they bring attention to their cause. These are books that represent our culture. Our, our, our identity, the people that we are, our histories, and they're trying to ban them, they're trying to erase us. Rodrigo Bravo loaded dozens of banned books on a bus outside the Guadalupe Cultural Arts Center today as 20 people joined him for the ride to the Capitol. We have books from local artists here in San Antonio and books that have actually been on the ban list that we're taking to Austin to show folks that we're not going to let these books be banned. Called the Libro Traficante Caravan of Banned Books, the LULAC-backed local protesters have several goals. Basically to show the governor and the Texas legislature that banning books is never a good idea in a free and open society. Banned books about Mexican-American culture are a rallying cry locally. The banned books, those are the best books. In addition to the book bans in schools, there are social aspects to the protest too. LGBTQ-oriented banned books brought Francisco Sacedo Jr. to the protest. We hope to accomplish to get our voice heard and let, you know, the legislative know um, that, you know, we're not going to stand for that. Concerns about critical race theory and access to Mexican-American art and history also galvanized the protesters. Hopefully we're going to stop this trend. Protesters hope to attract the attention of Governor Greg Abbott as well as state legislators. It's a travesty that we have to do this, that it's 2022 and we're actually banning books. I mean, just think about that for a second. It's really sad. You are tuning into Latino Politics and News with Tony Diaz on 90.1 FM, KPFT, Houston, Texas. The era of Hispandering is over. Back in the day, cuando era un niño. Someone in the crowd might have looked at me fail. With an evil eye, abuela called it ojo. Reached in the fridge and took out a wevel. Sign of the cross with the egg as a remedy. Rub it on my body to remove the bad energy. Pray out loud so we can all hear it. Egg underneath the bed to absorb the evil spirits. The wind blew, the house shook. I laid back with candles, the rosary, and the 
sage plant. Sana, sana, fix vapor rub on my chest. Fell asleep and woke up in a puddle of sweat. Felt better after shaking the omen. Zoning, floating on the earth that I'm roaming. In the Americas, some call it folklore. Up well, I broke the egg, now I'm free from all four. Sana, sana. Chasing bloodline to the test When one is jealous of another success Family, friends, associates, and neighbors Can all result to bevel when chasing after paper Friends and enemies Good and bad energy, mal de ojo Affecting culture, psychology Bad vibes can damage you and your circle Wrong intentions from so-called friends can hurt you Watch the life you're living Keep them at a distance They'd rather see you missing than healthy and uplifted So you get this chance in this life to make a difference that surround you will affect conditions living space positive how i live yes i try to whether stormy gray day or outside sky blue work through the pain from the out and the inside embrace the joy and avoid the evil eye Now we have another co-founder 
Laura Acosta. She's in Austin right now. Here's what's fun. We've got a whole bunch of other folks in a bus that just left San Antonio. Hey, they're on the road. The San Antonio bus is on the road. <laughs> and then we have a whole bunch of friends in Austin that are waiting to receive us to launch an underground library. So if you know someone in Austin, let them know that we're going to be convening at Palm Park probably around 2.20. We're running a little behind. <laughs> at 2.20 at Palm Park, we're going to launch the Libro Traficante Underground Library. And then we're going to do the March for Cultura from Palm Park, Don Cesar Chavez, up Congress to the Capitol. And we'll be at the Capitol. If you're not on the bus or not at the march, don't feel left out. Please share this. Tell your friends and family about what's going on. And then also, if you want to join us there in Austin, please do. If you missed today, or if you're watching this in a class, don't feel bad. You can still get involved. We're going to have writers from Austin part of our familia now. We're launching an Austin Nuestra Palabra chapter so that from now on, we'll all be in touch. We're opening an underground library and La Peña there will be hosting it. So expect more writers to be visiting Houston, San Antonio, Austin, one right out after the other. I want to give a shout out to the original caravanistas who 10 years ago, when right wing Arizona politicians banned American studies, they jumped on a bus and for one week, we went across the whole Southwest opening underground libraries. We're going to do it again. So a round of applause to them and we're going to meet them and say hi. Woo! I'm Little Traficante Guti, and, and I'm back because our kids need a voice and have a right to know what their history is and how it impacts this, this country. That's why I'm back. Awesome. All the way from Baytown to the Promise Baytown, Center. Baytown the Promise Center. Thank you. Little Traficante the Sound. Applause. Say hi. Hey, what's going on, everybody? So here's the deal. I'm a teacher, just like I was teaching. I'm out sound, and so we have to make the sound and our words known because we have to represent our kids and we have to stand up for them because when we stand up for them, they'll learn to stand up for themselves and then they'll stand up for the rest of the folks. And eventually, they're going to be opening the doors and then after that, there will be no need for a door because we'll all be able to enter freely. So, dale ganas, dale shine, and la chingada and beyond, like I always say. Javier, libro traficante el indio, for 10 years. What's happening? Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, you know, this world is made of stories, and it's real important to learn the accurate, true history because um, it tells us who we are, where we came from, and our place in the world. Love it. And he's a writer. Thank you. A round of applause, por favor. Yeah. And then, of course, libertafigante.com has more information. I want to go to Gloria Ruback, who's Actually, an alum from the first caravan as well. Say hi to applause for Gloria. Hi, I'm Libro Traficante La Gloria, and I'm really excited about this trip today because we cannot continue to allow our governor and lieutenant governor to attack Mexican American studies, queer studies, black studies. You know what? History isn't just old white men. It's everybody on this bus. Woo! <laughs> so, just go. Let's go.
Silva. That's a lot. Thank you. And Gloria was part of our sign-making party, which you saw some of the signs that have been around as well. So thank you so much, Gloria. And then Stalina, she actually went on the uh, caravan back to Tucson when they voted that terrible law down. Applausos para yeah. Stalina. Why are you back? So I'm here because I'm trying to uh, fight against censorship and to promote literature and so that our books are no longer banned. That's awesome. Great sentiments. So just to remind folks, they can go to leaveitthatbegins.com. We're going to talk to more folks, but a couple things. We want Mexican-American studies in every school, but also African-American studies. They're finalizing the curriculum for Indigenous and American studies and API, Asian Pacific and Pacific Islander studies. We want all that as well, too. No more book bans. We're done with the book bans. Stop the book bans because politicians who say they want to get more family input, they're not talking to our families. They're not talking to the parents from our communities. So we're going to them. We also want to tell the community you have to do this. If you're not on the bus today, get involved with your community. If you're not there in Austin at the Capitol, get involved in your neighborhoods. We need family libraries. We're going to create underground libraries for you to get to. We need murals. We need outdoor ways for us to learn our history and culture. Like, we got Chicano Bombarés in the house. We got Chicano Bombarés. Woo! Chicano history is all of our history. And like you said, we're standing up for everybody. Teachers, hi. Who, anybody support teachers? Yeah. Woo! Um, hello. I think for me, um, we're from also from Puerto Rico, so we know what it's like to get banned and have gag laws um, on our community. So we're standing up for all communities that are being like repressed right now. We can't teach certain things in our, to our students, and our students deserve to know the truth of history. And that begins with having access to books. Yeah, so we're here for our futuro because our students are the futuro of this country. And Latino, Latinx history, African American history, indigenous history, and Asian American history is American history. So we should not be banned from teaching it in our classrooms. That's awesome. Applausos. It's been 10 years since our last ride, and it's uh, sad that we have to do it here in Texas, but we kind of knew it was it was going to happen. When we went to Arizona, we specifically went because we knew it was going to spread, and we had to stop it immediately. Um, we stopped it, and it still spread. So here we are today, and this time we have folks helping out from all over the state, all over the country. You mentioned earlier, our friend Jacqueline out in California gave us a big donation and some of her friends donated also so we could feed everyone on the bus. Um, but uh, we're, we're always going to learn our, our culture 
in our history. It should be in public education. It needs to be in public education because we're not the only ones who benefit from that. Our white peers, all of our relatives, black, brown, red, and we the same benefit by understanding their histories, their culture, their contributions. I'm excited we're meeting new people too here on the bus this time. And we're gonna meet new folks from San Antonio. So we're building the family. This is just the beginning. We're celebrating how many years, Tony? Which was like 25 next 25 year. years old. Um, so that movement is continuing to grow too. We have more writers. One of the one of the poets that helped start this is now the poet laureate of the state of Texas. Wow. That's huge. You can imagine what will happen another 10 years. So I'm not scared. I'm upset. I'm angry. But hey, they're they're bringing us together again to fight their nonsense. And we'll see y'all in Austin. Yeah. And I want to talk to Boosie because she's joining us today with with some other guests. You got a couple seconds? Tell, tell us why you're donating your time today to join us and go to the Capitol. Well, I'm also an educator. I'm the founder of Woo Women Healing and Empowering Women. I'm a mother. My two daughters are here as well. And as a woman of African descent and a citizen of the universe, I think that we have to join our forces together. My board members, Leanna Lopez, is on the board of Woo. We're here to support Mario Salinas used to be on the board of Woo in the past. And we believe in the coalition of bringing indigenous people and melanin-dominant people together to fight for justice and fight for our right to uh, have whatever form of education we choose to have, to be able to read all our books and be able to know the history of all cultures and contributions of all people. That's, That's why awesome. I'm Unity! Woo! You, got, you want to say a couple words? Thank you for having me today. And also me and Sabi are here uh, to support the um, this community. The community. I'm really grateful that we got to be here and experience a lot of these people with a bunch of talents. Also, we're here with my mom. You already heard Really wonderful to have you both here. That's so great. Thank you for bringing them. Applause for the young ladies! We do have folks from every age, every background. We have one of the emerging Latina icons from Baytown, Dr. Chris Trevino. Hey, everybody. It's good to be here. Proud of uh, being on the bus with uh, all of my colleagues and everyone that is on our way to Austin. Uh, we're just trying to help people understand that they can abolish, abolish our history. Uh, they should embrace it. And uh, we just want everybody to know that we're here to make more history, even if they want to uh, take away our history. So thank you uh, for this time. Thank you. Thank you very much. And yes, false. (laughs) Hi there, my name's Ayeli. And one of the main reasons I'm here is just uh, simple, support La Raza. I love that quote, like, you come for one, you come for all. Uh, So regardless of of the issue we always need to stand up in solidarity uh, with all our comrades uh, regardless of uh, where they're coming from their color their ethnicity the language they speak so um, yeah i'm here in solidarity and excited to learn from everyone else awesome thank you those are some great words dr jesus 
Medell actually not only donated food for us, but he's the genius behind his whole crew for Guadalupe Musel Atzlad. Tell us a few words. Why? Sure. Yeah, uh, we are uh, here supporting uh, Nuestra Palabra. We're here to uh, to honor the uh, the works that uh, our predecessors did in regards to promoting uh, Chicano Latino studies. Uh, and we have a group with us from Museo Guadalupe Aslan that are behind us, my wife, Mary, Jose Vega, the president of our board, Venus Rodriguez, vice president, Mr. and Mrs. Pinedo, that are uh, our volunteers. So uh, again, we want to thank uh, the efforts of uh, Nuestra Palabra for the great work that they're doing. And que lleguen sanos y salvos a todos. We also remind the community to uh, check out our Mega Morcajete that's behind the Leonel Castillo Community Center at 2101 South Street in Houston, Texas. It's a public art piece. Also check out our museum's uh, weekly, uh, excuse me, quarterly newsletter. The name of it is El Barrio Alacran. So uh, again, uh, thank you, Tony. Uh, we consider Tony uh, one of our living treasures of, uh, of Houston. Seguro, uh, we're here to serve. Gracias. Applausos, applausos, por favor. Thank you, Don. We love working with Musel Guadalupe Atzlan. I, I will add this too. We've teamed up in many different ways, including uh, as a fiscal sponsor. So congratulations on Musel Guadalupe Atzlan receiving the BIPOC Arts Network Fund Grant. We hope that they'll get more funding in the future. She's like, give me the camera. Hi, Bobby. She's not here. Moseo Guadalupe Aslan is in the house. All right. Also, I'd like to say that we're gonna to go to the Capitol in Austin, Texas to let the to let them know that we need Mexican American studies in the high schools and also in junior high. And uh, also that um, in 1979 I had a walkout from Jeff Davis High School because of the fact that they didn't let me speak Spanish. Wow. And uh, so at that time, I also we had a walk and we walked to City Hall, and also uh, we told them that we wanted Mexican American studies. Of course, they didn't give it to us, but now we're gonna go to the Capitol and let it known that we want it, and we we're supposed to have it because we are the majority in Houston, Texas, and I don't understand why we don't have it in the high schools. All right. Thank you. I think everybody summed it up already. Uh, what I like is the fact that we have our youth here. Although she's going to remember this, our youth That's is going to awesome. remember this. And for us to encourage our youth to be part of something that we're doing right now, in, in its own words, is historical. So for us to get our youth, uh, I applaud what you're doing, Mr. Tony, with Nuestra Palabra, Libro Traficante, the Museo Guadalupe Aslan, the Brown Berets to be part of this, and all the other organizations, Zulek, and for all of us to be part of this. Thank you for the invitation here. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Exactly for the youth. Hi, B. Rodriguez here, here in support. Um, we're happy to be on the bus. We're sponsored. We're, we're here with Dulac and the Museum, of course. Thank you. All right, so bus. Lulac, almost 100 years old, por favor. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite that old. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. No, organ, or, yeah, I feel like it. Although our organization is over 85 years old, and uh, today we're very 
proud to ride with Libro Traficante and uh, his noble efforts to bring back uh, books to the schools and to the community. Uh, the first step of a totalitarian government is to ban books to destroy knowledge. Yeah. And that's what that's the Spanish right. did, and that's what the Gringos continue to do, even to this day. They don't want us to know about slavery. They don't want us to know about the theft of all this land from Mexico to the United States. They don't want us to know of the genocide to the Native Americans. So therefore, they, they, they want to ban these books, books that are significant, books that are addressed for history. So we thank you, Tony, Libro Traficante, for your efforts, and we're here to help Lulac. All right. I agree with my husband. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's making. Oh, she's making. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Chicano Palmer raising the house. Yeah. Chicano power, Chicano power. And uh, I want to give uh, acknowledge these guys in front of me. Appreciate everything y'all been doing. Appreciate this. You know, the scouts is important. You know, it's important to me. I'm here for the fight, for the battle, and the solidarity to stand for my kids, my grandkids, awesome. because I want them to read their history. I want them to know their culture. You know, that's important as a people, as a Rasa, that we know where we come from, we know where we've been, because without that, right? But the Brown Berets are here in solidarity with everyone. We're warmed up. We're ready. We got our boots on the ground. We're ready for battle. Yeah. All right. And I just thank all of you for this opportunity. And I'm here with my daughters and just trying to, to show what it takes to, to keep your voice going and make it heard. And thank you. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> That's good enough. We're doing all of this for you. So we know we know that you're gonna be president of the US. So thank you for coming. Woo! All right, folks. Well, I tell you what, I want to remind folks you can go to LibroTraficante.com for more information, the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram. I want to check if I missed anybody. I think I may have missed in the middle of the bus because I was falling. I I just want to miss. I just I don't want to miss anybody. I think I got everybody. No sé si hablaron todos. Um, actually, I started here. Maria Elena, we're going to close with you. Uh, of course, I caught you in the middle of a chew. Uh, yes, I'm eating my sandwich. Close this up. You helped us with the signs. You've been a big part of Nuestra Palabra. Even when we used to do a book fair. How, how about, let's close with this. Sometimes people say, well, why are Libro Traficantes going and, and stirring up things? We're not stirring up anything. We became Libro Traficantes because our history and culture was banned. If you hadn't banned us, we wouldn't have gotten on buses, wouldn't have become Libro Traficantes. And guess what? As long as you keep doing it, we'll keep trafficking books everywhere at any time. But Nuestra Palabra is the base of the Libro Traficantes. We used to organize this huge book fair at the George R. Brown Convention Center, which is where we met Maria Elena Cortez, who's also a teacher. So we do all that work as well. But we also step outside of the confines and restrictions of that traditional space to make sure that our hint are not
impressed. Uh, close this out, Maria Elena, because um, you do so much. Well, thank you, Tony. Uh, it's really an honor to be here because 10 years ago, I wanted to be in the bus, but I couldn't make it because I was teaching. And this time I'm here. Uh, I, as a teacher, it's my responsibility to make sure that we write the books that are that tell the truth, the, the right stories. And it is my responsibility to be here. And I'm so grateful to be here. Can't wait to continue to write books. And as you know, my book was banned in 2012. Um, so here I am, you know, just I won't stop writing and I won't stop uh, telling our story because it's part of our history. So don't be bold and continue to shine your light and don't be afraid to write the truth, the story that makes history real. That's awesome. Don't be afraid. Applaus us. Yeah. yeah. Woo. All right. Well, I'm going to go by the Texas Poet Laureate, co-founder, leader with Africanus. Ladies and gentlemen, Texas Poet Laureate. Lupe Mendes! Uh, okay, so um, uh, 10 years ago we did this because uh, there were lots of students who needed the support in terms of uh, making sure that they kept the books that they wanted because they were reading and taking part in amazing uh, educational programming and curriculum. And we're back at it again. We never stopped, actually. Um, and we're, we're looking at the fact that, uh, we have a current legislature that wants to try to mandate, um, what people can teach, um, and want to try to rein in what they think is appropriate. Um, and they're not doing it right. And so we have to school them and tell them what's what, um, by any means necessary. And so that's the work that we're doing today, every day. And so I give it back to Tony. Hey, thank you everybody. We'll be doing checkups later on. We are gonna right now start planning and thanks for your support. Hey, thanks for tuning in everybody. This is Tony Diaz. I wanna thank Roxana Guzman, who is our producer for our social platform broadcast. Also, Rodrigo Bravo, who mixes our show and audio for KPFT 90.1 FM. Mark Andre Pignon is our graphics designer. Ramos Ortiz is in charge of our search engine optimization. Uh, Leticia Lopez helps us with music. And of course, you dear listeners are always supporting us. Thanks a lot. And we look forward to seeing you at the arts.